find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Welcome to the Voice America Kids Kitchen. It's time for Mix It Up, a show for aspiring chefs or those who just want to try something new. We'll bring you recipes, interviews with chefs, and food tips. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome. My name is Jamie. And I'm Anna. And this is Mix It Up on Falcon Air 1, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about strawberry vinaigrette for a salad. And I know that I mentioned strawberry vinaigrette as one of my favorite dressings on salad, so I figured I'd just talk about how to make it. So you're going to need one cup of olive oil, half a pint of strawberries, a pinch of salt and pepper, a teaspoon of honey, and two teaspoons of balsamic balsamic vinegar. Then you're going to use a blender or food processor to blend oil, strawberry, salt, pepper, and vinegar until it's really smooth. And then that's basically it. And from there, you're just going to jizzle honey over that upon your salad. What's your favorite salad to eat with this? Um, Ordinarily, I'll most likely just use spinach, then have like walnuts, fresh strawberries. Keep it kind of simple. Strawberries with the <laughs> strawberry vinaigrette. Yep. Um... Do you find it's better on, like, regular lettuce or on spinach? I prefer it with spinach, but it tastes just as fine with lettuce. And it also works really well with raspberries, if you want to do a raspberry vinaigrette. Would you use this to top anything other than salad? Um, I'm sure you could. I've never tried it, but I think it would have the same effect. I really love the flavor of this one. What kind of consistency is it? It's it's definitely liquidy, but it's not like liquid butter. It's <laughs> like it's somewhat thick. It really depends on how long you blend it and how if you add more strawberries to this recipe. Um, so so kind of up to you. Do you think that anything would be good to stub- substitute the strawberries if somebody wants a different kind of vinaigrette? Um, as I've mentioned, I also like raspberry vinaigrette. I've yet to try any more fruits with this type of dressing, but I know for sure that raspberry and strawberry are good. All right. Have you ever tried a raspberry and strawberry vinaigrette with them together? No, I have not. I should try that, but the only time I mix raspberry and strawberry is when I'm making jello. Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of odd, but you know. No, it's not. I guess if raspberries and strawberries go together in anything, they can go together in anything. (laughs) Well, like, what's one of your favorite dressings? Uh, If you've ever tried strawberry vinaigrette or if you prefer, like, ranch? Yeah, I'm more of a ranch fan. I like the thick and sweet kind of dressing. So, but a good vinaigrette is good. Like no. I was researching how to make homemade ranch and there was just, oh my goodness, there were so many ingredients and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was going to see if I could edit it and make kind of our own kind of wing it, but I have not gotten around to it. So I'll All be right. sure to try it out. And where did this recipe originate from? Um, Well, I was looking at basic vinaigrettes and then the honey I, I don't know. I just figured it'd be a better substitute than sugar because sometimes strawberries aren't as sweet as you'd hoped. But um, it's kind of a mix of basic ingredients and touch of mine. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'll remember well, it sometime. I know we talked about salads in our very first show, so I'm just kind of go to that what do you really enjoy in your salad like what's one of your main things that you must have in it nuts Mm. (laughs) what about croutons are you a fan of those yes but i usually don't have croutons in my house (laughs) i guess i could make your own i could toast bread pieces but that's how my mom makes it we always make homemade croutons when it gets close to thanksgiving i don't know It's, it's just something we do and 
What do you put on your croutons when you make them? Well, it just kind of adds garlic and whatnot, kind of make it a little flavorful poppy. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is Mix It Up. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anna. And today we're talking about another kind of salad dressing, another vinaigrette. Now, this recipe is our famous family dressing recipe. It comes from my papa, who is my grandpa. And for this, you're going to need two cloves of garlic, crushed, one teaspoon of Dijon mustard, one part vinegar, three parts oil, a pinch of herbs, salt and pepper, oregano, grated Parmesan cheese, and a sprinkle of Worcestershire sauce. I can't say that. I know that is such a hard word. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. It'll come out wrong, and then they'll have to edit. So, <laughs> um, this recipe is very garlicky. It's also good if you have just a bunch of pieces of lettuce and you want to dip them in there. I know I haven't had too much experience with this recipe, but I know my cousins, my mom, my aunt, my friends, everybody really likes this dressing. And again, it's very garlicky. Garlic makes everything better. It's my motto, garlic and chocolate. (laughs) But you can also experiment with the levels of everything in here. I don't think that my papa has ever actually used a recipe. He just kind of wings it turns out good everybody else needs a recipe but he it's always good (laughs) so it's good on again a plain salad or on a more complicated salad and do you by chance know like the consistency is it like thicker no it's kind of liquidy like the (sighs) other vinaigrette that's probably a characteristic of vinaigrette is the liquidy form (laughs) would you ever think of like substituting like i know you said dijon mustard but i don't know i i love incorporating honey and sweetness into it so could you maybe try like honey dijon or something i mean you could try it but it's not a recipe that is meant to be sweet (laughs) And it's only a teaspoon of Dijon mustard, so it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm eating (laughs) mustard here. But it's more of, oh my god, I'm eating garlic. Um, what... How many times would you say you've had this with your salads, even though you're more of a ranch fan? Not much. I wouldn't know, because since it's been around for a while, probably been served it without knowing (laughs) but again I go more for the thicker dressings and when I was little I used to refuse eating dressings so I don't really know Ah. Um, what other dressings or vinaigrettes are very apparent in your family I couldn't say because everybody always makes this when we get together (laughs) Oh, we're getting together? Is Papa making this dressing? Good. I'll be there early to <laughs> lick the bottom of the bowl. I'll sample it real quick. So. Yeah. Don't, don't, I'll make sure this is okay. Can I have a piece of lettuce, please? That's how it always was when it came to baking and cooking with the family. We always made the person who was baking or cooking save a little at the bottom so we could taste it. I don't think they wait for you to save it. They just stick it in there when it's full. So, <laughs> you know. Oh, it's ready? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's already finished. You want to make some more? <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely adds a good garlicky flavor to your appetizer. Awesome. Um, would you ever have this? With, I know you mentioned to have this with lettuce, and I know it has a very garlicky flavor, but would you ever, like, try it with, say as a dip like as like a legit like chip dip if you chip want dip. really garlic <laughs> chips garlicky <laughs> wet chips go right ahead <laughs> but uh 
I don't know that vinaigrettes are no. meant to be a dip. <laughs> Not ordinarily, but I, I was throwing something out there. If you have a thicker <laughs> dressing, you could try it. Like, But I don't know that dipping your chip in a watery consistency is going to improve the taste. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of guacamole. Like, it was, like, getting liquidy due to adding too much lemon juice. So, like, my brother got mad, so we added more sour cream. And it it, it came out fine. It, it was just weird. I felt, felt kind of bad. <laughs> I had guacamole last night. <laughs> See how cool we are eating guacamole? And for Easter festivities, we had, like, this huge brunch and there was like a platter of all different food I was like <sighs> I was overwhelmed <laughs> there was like I'm not even over exaggerating there's probably 10 different plates of just random foods it was so delicious oh good <laughs> anything that you would put a vinaigrette on <laughs> <laughs> not too much that I could think of it was mostly like breakfast items let's take a break I'm Anna. And I'm Jamie. Keep it right here. You're listening Mixed Up on Voice America Kids Network. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Have you met Catherine the Great? She may be a lot like you. She likes sports, music, having fun, and making new friends. You'll get to find out more about her when you tune in to Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Catherine's friends, Audrey and Zara, are the co-hosts of the program, and you'll get to learn more about her through them. Share, laugh, and enjoy Catherine the Grape's Magical Hour. Heard every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Just like Catherine the Grape, you are magical, colorful, and above everything else, you are loved. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Yum! This is Mix It Up on the Voice America Kids channel. My mouth is watering just thinking about what's next. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. My name is Anna. And I'm Jamie. This is up on Falcon Air One, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. In this segment, we are talking about a simple barbecue sauce. Once again, I'm kind of re-upping from previous shows, and we were talking about ribs. So I kind of looked up a simple recipe for barbecue sauce and then kind of added a few things. So this one is meant to be kind of sweet since you'll have about half a package of dry onion soup mix or one ounce, half a cup of packed brown sugar, two cups of ketchup, one teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Sorry. Okay. You're going to mix the onion soup mix, the brown sugar ketchup, and Worcestershire. I'm not even going to attempt. You're going to mix it together and then... Just kind of until it's the consistency of the barbecue sauce you know and love. And I know some people are fans of like sweet and spicy, but I love spicy things. So I'd probably add about an 
eighth of a teaspoon of cayenne pepper or more if you're a little more daring and maybe like a half teaspoon of paprika kind of adds that little kick that you're looking for but if you're looking for a sweeter barbecue sauce do not add that but it's kind of up to you and you said it's the consistency of the barbecue sauce you know and love what kind of consistency should this smell like to be good um somewhat it's like ketchup except a little, it's ketchup's in here, so it's just a little bit thicker than that. Okay, so if you have a watery sauce, you might want to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> and attempt a little bit more. I know I had some trouble making this, I don't know why. I, it's supposed to be simple! I know, I, this is probably one of the easiest recipes you'll ever come by, but I was trying to think of like how to add other things, because I'm not the biggest fan of ketchup, so... I was kind of like checking a few things out and yeah, I ended up just using ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like the ketchup. Let's change the ketchup. <laughs> oh no, that didn't work. Let's go back to the ketchup. <laughs> exactly. Um, you mentioned the ribs and of course any kind of steak or normal stuff you'd put Chicken. barbecue sauce on. But do you think this would be good with other stuff like say chips? I am not entirely sure if you'd want barbecue sauce with the chips, but if you're going for that type, I'm sure it would be. Because I guess it's kind of like barbecue chips could and just kind of throw them in like <laughs> that and have that extra flavor. But it serves the purpose of that barbecue sauce you go and buy at the store. So, is there anything you would change about this recipe other than the ketchup? Um. I want to find a substitute for the dry onion soup mix. I mean, I'm sorry, that just seems a tad bit odd to me. I mean, I used it and came out really like good, but I mean, I want to kind of create mine, but go along these like guidelines. Exactly. I was about to say board and lines, but that didn't make any sense. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, besides adding that cayenne pepper and paprika, um, gonna play with it some more and I'll let you guys know at our next show. Uh you mentioned adding honey to some of the other dressings. Would you add honey to this? Almost oh, definitely. I love using honey rather than say sugar, but even though honey might be a little more pricey, I think it's definitely worth it. But I mean it's up to you whether you want to have a sweet and spicy barbecue sauce or just a sweet barbecue sauce. And definitely if you're adding honey, it would change the consistency, make it a little thicker. So if you do use honey and you think it's too thick, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Um, you said add the honey. Would you take out the brown sugar or put it in with it? Um, I'd At first, I'd probably try lessening the brown sugar and adding honey, kind of making it half and half. But if that didn't work, I'd just resort to doing all honey or all brown sugar. Not entirely sure yet. I'll have to play around with it. Okay. And you said you'd try to replace the drying and soup mix. Do you have any idea what you would replace it with? Not at all. I'd pro I'm probably going to have to refer back to my brother because he's like not cool with using like packaged items. He's like, you should be eating all the vegetables and things that come from the earth. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. I know that didn't make much sense. I think that his voice was higher than mine, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is Mixed Up. I'm Anna. And I'm Jamie. And today we're talking about pancakes. Yes, you heard me. Pancakes. One of the most basic, most awesome things to have in the morning, in my opinion, but that's up to you. Okay, so I was playing around with pancakes like I do with random recipes, and I was working with chocolate chip pancakes. So for your basic pancake batter, you're going to need two cups of all-purpose flour, three teaspoons of baking powder, one teaspoon of salt, two tablespoons of sugar, one egg, one and a half cups of milk, and three tablespoons of oil. Three tablespoons of oil. And then from there, I added about a cup of chocolate chips. I don't know. You can add more. I love my chocolate chips and my pancakes. I can't eat it plain. I don't know why. Something weird about me. I have to have something in it. And then from there, you're going to make two 
golden brown pancakes and you're going to put peanut butter in the middle of the two so it kind of it's like stacked on top of each other with peanut butter in the middle kind of like a peanut butter sandwich but just imagine the pancakes spread with chocolate chips in it okay <laughs> that i didn't see that going there i know i was kind of just making it like a dessert pancake i'm not totally sure would you maybe put another fruit perhaps in the pancakes absolutely like one of my mom's favorite type of pancakes are hawaiian pancakes it was like we had like fruit cocktail or something like canned fruit in our pantry threw it into the pancake batter and it was so sweet we didn't even need syrup or anything so came out really well really nicely well, good. I'm thinking I might want to try this with bananas because, you know, like bananas and peanut butter. I'd probably leave the chocolate chips in anyway because <laughs> chocolate chips are good. But you could try it without, too, if you're trying to go for a more healthy style. Now, how much peanut butter would you put in? Would you, like, put a thick layer or a thinner one? Um, I'd probably use maybe about a tablespoon because you don't need that much being so the chocolate and peanut butter will kind of like correspond, I guess. It it will mix together. It kind of reminds me of a Reese's cup, but I don't know, I'll <laughs> let you decide if you guys decide to try it out. <laughs> and how big should the pancakes be? Um, about say four, five inches in diameter. It's kind of up to you, depending on how big <laughs> you want your pancakes. I used to make little dippers when I was a kid because I, I didn't like very much syrup, so I just dipped them in. I don't know. I was kind of picky when I was younger. Everybody was, <laughs> unless they're a freak. No, no offense. <laughs> I guess not really freak, but wow. unusual. You're Bad nice. choice of words. <laughs> but um, what would you put inside other than peanut butter? Um, pancakes, I used to eat a lot of, I don't eat, eat very much anymore, but, like, you can use anywhere from blueberries to actual peanut butter in it, I've tried that, and, I don't know, various fruits, a lot of fruits but, go together with this. Between, instead of the peanut butter. Oh, like, legit? Um, I don't know, it, it depends, I know my friend used to use Nutella, I, I don't know, Nutella or almond butter or, or apple butter or something. <laughs> okay. Which maybe you could put melt down some chocolate and put it in there or even put syrup in there. For sure. I try not to use so much syrup because my brother always guilt me about eating healthy and he's like, that has high fructose corn syrup in it. And I'm just like oh. everything does. It doesn't matter. <sighs> I know. But yeah, I found that the peanut butter was a good substitute. And if you're looking to sweeten the peanut butter, you can always add honey and peanut butter together. That works also. Do you think the... Did you use milk chocolate chips or dark chocolate? I used semi-sweet. <laughs> oh, which so is... In the middle. <laughs> okay. Would you think that milk better would be um, it's pretty much your preference. Like, if you wanted to go with, say, like, a richer chocolate with, like, darker cocoa, I know that would be very, it create a very vivid flavor. So you can make these things really chocolate. You make chocolate chip pancakes, <laughs> put chocolate in the middle, and coat with cocoa powder. <laughs> Absolutely. How do, you, how do you eat your pancakes? Like, how do you prepare them? With a lot of whipped cream. <laughs> I... Not the biggest fan of syrup. Certain syrups I do like, but certain syrups I don't like. So I would go, I love whipped cream, so I'd put whipped cream on. Do you often eat, say, like jellies or jams on your pancakes or waffles for that matter, going on to another matter? <laughs> <laughs> Not really so much pancakes and waffles, more on the traditional bread and toast yeah, that's how I usually eat mine, but I don't know. I got my mom stuck on, like, wheat rye bread with peanut butter and honey for breakfast, and that's, like, all we ate for, like, two weeks. It was pretty crazy. Let's take a break. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anna. Keep it right here. You're listening to Mix It Up on Voice America Kids Network. Follow 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Step it out with Cassie Frazier. View tomorrow's stars right now on VoiceAmericaKids.tv and hear the radio show on Voice America Kids. America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. Stepping Out with Cassie Frazier is an exclusive presentation for VoiceAmerica.tv and the Voice America Kids channel, where you can see and hear America's next top music star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier. You can say you saw and heard them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to VoiceAmericaKids.tv Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and the Voice America Kids channel Fridays at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Yum! This is Mix It Up on the Voice America Kids channel. My mouth is watering just thinking about what's next. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. My name is Jamie. And I'm Anna. And this is Mix It Up on Falcon Air 1, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. In this segment, we are talking about zucchini lasagna. For this recipe, you're going to need two and a half cups of zucchini, sliced uh, one-fourth inches thick, and you can kind of do more or less of that. Half a pound of lean ground beef. Uh, about a pound if you want. You can do one half a cup of onions chopped, two small p- tomatoes cut up, uh, one six-ounce can of tomato paste, one garlic clove minced, half a teaspoon of dried oregano, half a teaspoon of dried basil, one-fourth a teaspoon of dried thyme, one-fourth a cup of water, half a or one-eighth a teaspoon pepper and salt, one egg, three-fourths cup low-fat cottage cheese, a half a cup of mozzarella cheese shredded, and one teaspoon of flour. You want to cook the zucchini until it's tender and drain and set aside. Fry the meat and young onions until brown, until meat is brown and onions are tender, and drain the fat. Then add the next eight ingredients and bring it to a boil. Reduce the heat and simmer uncovered for 10 minutes or until reduced to two cups. In a small bowl, slightly beat the egg. Uh, Add the cottage cheese and half of the shredded cheese and flour. And then in a baking roasting pan, arrange half of the meat mixture. Top with half of the zucchini. All the cottage cheese mixture. Top with the remaining meat and zucchini. Bake uncovered 375 degrees for 30 minutes and then sprinkle with the remaining cheese and bake for 10 minutes longer and make sure you let it stand for 10 minutes before you serve it awesome this sounds really really good and when i ate this i made some penne pasta and ate it with it so that's a way to make it more like traditional lasagna but you can eat it without, and it's fine. Awesome. Now, did you find that any of, like, this recipe was, like, 
a little challenging to like conjure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of a word well, to kind of like execute your task. It's not obviously not a recipe for a little kid, but it isn't the hardest recipe in the world either. Um, now, when would you eat this? I know it's like lasagna and you eat that like dinner, but would you, you can, ever have it for like lunch? Um, you can, depending on the quantity, you can eat it as a main dish or as a side dish. And again, I said I ate it with the pasta and you can make some garlic bread and it already has meat in it. So you don't need to have too much meat with the meal if you want to make pasta, serve it as the main dish. Or if you want to make another meat dish and serve it as a side dish, it's fine. It's got a lot of veggies. And I don't know about you, but when it comes to lasagna or any noodles for that matter like I love having bread now what's your favorite bread to have when it comes to this garlic bread because it is lasagna any form of lasagna any time I think of eating pasta or any of that I think of garlic bread what about you garlic bread for sure but when it comes to like specific bread I really like that like finch like soft in the middle bread <laughs> I don't know I can't describe it it's like but when you bite it's into it French. it's all like French baguette. That's, yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And what, with this, you can try and take out the zucchini and add pasta if that's what you want to make. I mean, if you want to make traditional lasagna, I would try that. I haven't. I might want to. And you can also add the pasta right into the mix and cook it with it if you want to try that. There's a bunch of different things you can try with this. You can mix with or mess with the spices. You can take, if say you don't like thyme, take out the thyme. Don't like basil, take out the basil and everything like that. Is there a specific herb or like spice that you're not okay with that like you don't really like? Not really, because I feel like when things are cooked together like this, they're fine. Because I there's certain spices I wouldn't eat on its own, but... You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is Mix It Up. I'm Jamie. And I'm Anna. And today we're talking about cauliflower leek puree. Now, puree. <laughs> puree, you I know, know what I meant. <laughs> You're going to need two heads of cauliflower, coarsely chopped, four tablespoons of butter, one leek thinly sliced, three cloves of garlic chopped, a fourth a cup of heavy cream or more if you like, three-fourths cup panko breadcrumbs, and a third cup of chopped flat-leaf parsley. In a large pot of boiling salt water, cook the cauliflower until very soft, which is about... 12 to 15 minutes, and then drain it. Meanwhile, in a medium skillet, melt three and a fourth cup, three and a fourth tablespoons of butter over medium heat. Add the leek and garlic, stirring occasionally until the leek is translucent and very soft, which is about eight minutes. And then using a food processor and working it in batches, puree I'm sorry. the cauliflower and the leek mixture with the cream. In a small skillet, melt the remaining half a tablespoon of butter over medium heat. Add the breadcrumbs and toast, tossing until golden brown. Top the puree with toasted breadcrumbs and parsley. I, with the cauliflower and the leeks, I know my mom made it without the leeks. She forgot to put them in and it was still really good. So I feel like it's better without the leeks, but um, you can also add more garlic. But it, I maybe not because it already has three cloves of garlic. <laughs> so take that back. But unless you really like garlic, and you can also put in some salt and 
pepper. I'm like having this vivid image of like this kid like munching on like plain garlic. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, like uh, that's that would I be would, me. I, that <laughs> that's how I would imagine like a garlic um, infatuated child. Now this stuff looks a lot like mashed potatoes. Does not taste like mashed potatoes, but looks a lot like it. So if you're trying to trick someone into eating vegetables, here, here's some mashed potatoes. I know mashed potatoes have always been. I'll definitely have to try this. Yes, it is a good cauliflower recipe because it doesn't taste too much like cauliflower. It, I don't really know how to describe the taste, but except for good. Um, when it comes to comparing the cauliflower and mashed potatoes, are they like similar when it comes to taste? I know. No, they just look alike. They don't taste it like at all. <laughs> so if you're tricking someone into eating it, they'll take one bite and go, "What the heck did you just?" <laughs> <laughs> but all the same, it's really good. Awesome. And you can serve it with anything. It's more of a dinner, but I guess you could might be able to get away with it at lunch, but it'd be more of a fancy lunch. Something you throw in the thermos and eat. Okay. <laughs> in the corner? When it comes to eating, like, thermos food, I always feel self-conscious. I don't know why I always feel like... <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm really like that. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Now, what else would you add to this if you wanted to, or would you take anything out? Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, not that I know too much about this, I might reduce the parsley a little bit, because I just, with spices, but it's all about your preference. I don't know about you, but, like, when it comes to bay leaves i know that like I, I don't know some people might not even know what i'm talking about but bay leaves i don't know i have this weird thing where i like can't eat them like if some people try to sneak it in recipes i'll like notice i'll be like oh no you put this in there i think it was like my grandma tried putting it on loaf or something i was like what what why no i, I didn't like it i don't know why <laughs> okay <laughs> Not that it's, like, detrimental to your everyday diet, but still. And if you wanted to make these a little less healthy, you could take some extra breadcrumbs and put them on top and put them in the oven until they're crispy. I'm so hungry now that you mentioned that recipe. I know. Always hungry. It's just the way it is. And what occasions would you eat this? Like, would you eat it? Like, is it an everyday dinner thing? Or would it be kind of like, oh. It's a recipe that you can serve for either a fancy dinner or a not-so-fancy dinner. It doesn't really matter. Just, it's more depending on what dish you put it to serve in. Because it's, it's a good dish. <laughs> <laughs> and since I... When I kind of look at this, I think that it goes well with, like, a steak. I, you could put it with much anything, but I just picture it more with steak. I don't know why. Because, like, you know how you have that steak and potato? I can see where you would put that. But, yes. Let's take a break. I'm Anna. And I'm Jamie. Keep it right here. You're listening to Mix It Up on Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. 
Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Yum! This is Mix It Up on the Voice America Kids channel. My mouth is watering just thinking about what's next. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. My name is Anna. And I'm Jamie. And this is Mix It Up on Falcon Air One, broadcasting from Fountain Hills Middle School on Voice America Kids Network. In this segment, we are talking about sweet and spicy pecans. One reason I really love this recipe is because it incorporates pecans, and pecans are just good for you overall. And it incorporates cayenne pepper, one of my favorite seasonings. So anyway, to the recipe, you're going to need one pound of pecan halves, two tablespoons of cumin, one tablespoon of chili powder, one eighth teaspoon of cayenne pepper, a little sprinkle of salt, and four tablespoons of sugar. And first you're going to blanch the pecans in boiling water for two minutes. And if you don't know what that means, it's just increase heat and then drain. Then you're going to coat lightly with the seasonings, which is the cumin chili powder, cayenne pepper, and sugar. And then you're going to deep fry in oil for about three to five minutes. And the oil is going to be approximately 350 degrees. I don't know if you actually want to measure that temperature, but it's up to you. And then you're going to remove from fryer. You're going to toss the pecans in the remaining seasoning and then drain off excess. And then from there, your recipe is pretty much made after you let it cool. Okay, sounds good. What would you serve this with? Um, This is kind of like one of those cocktail party things you'll see. I mean, like, it's just kind of one of those things you sit on the couch and watch TV and munch Munch on. on. (laughs) But I actually, I did not come up with this recipe, no matter how much I wish I did. But this came from a cafe in, I think it was Phoenix. So they had this little cookbook and I was like checking it out. And they have like awesome recipes. They're like super healthy it's from the farm i don't know if you guys have heard of it or not the farm no i'm not even kidding that's what it's called and then I, they- I don't doubt you it's just a little <laughs> generic the farm <laughs> and like they grow all of their own things they were even like selling cactus and unique plants it was really cool well anyway this recipe it's just it's one of those things where you have to acquire a certain taste so if you're up for the spicy then this is definitely for you but it also has four tablespoons of sugar so it also has the sweet side to it but it's a good recipe would you ever put these on say like a salad for sure it's one of those things you can it can be used as a season too i guess i mean even if you wanted to I'm sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. Yes, a salad definitely, but I have not tried it with anything other than a salad and just eating them plain. So, yes. Would you say it's more of a appetizer or a dessert or a snack? Mm, I'd probably have to say snack because, I mean, when I think of dessert, I think of something really super sweet. And then when I think of appetizer, I think of something a little more filling, although... Mm, I don't know. I guess you could make this an entire appetizer, but eh, some people can live off eight almonds in a glass of water for their entire life, but I do not recommend that. So <laughs> some people eat to live. Some people live to eat. Oh, I wish I could say I ate to live, but I live to eat. 
kidding. There's a small percentage of people who can say that. <laughs> so don't feel bad. Um, would you substitute or change anything in this recipe? Um, let's see. Well, not that I can think of. I mean, I think the cumin and chili powder and cayenne pepper, just a good blend of spices when it comes to like spicy pecans. But I don't know. I guess you could try like substituting the sugar for, let's see. Yeah. Honey or something. <laughs> I'll play around with it, but I definitely know that this is one of my like favorite snacky foods. If you are more into sweet, you probably want to up the sugar. And if you're more into spicy, you can up the spicy stuff. So I think that might be a way, but make sure if you're upping something, you're reducing another because otherwise you're going to overdrive. And also, if you're not into the spicy at all and you're just thinking this is an absolutely horrid recipe, you can also go for, like, displaying, wetting them down a little bit, applying some sugar, and then popping them in a 350 oven. All right. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. This is Mix It Up. I'm Anna. And I'm Jamie. And today, we're talking about Mexican wedding cookies. They have nothing to do with wedding. Don't worry. <laughs> um... For these, you're going to need one cup of butter softened, half a cup of powdered sugar, plus more for coating the cookies, one teaspoon of vanilla, one and three-fourths cup of flour, and one cup of pecans ground in your food processor. But do not pulverize them like I did because then the cookies taste too much like almonds or like pecans apparently and not enough like oh there's a pecan bite (laughs) anyways so you preheat the oven to 275 degrees and line the the cookie sheets with parchment paper and then in a mixer you're going to whip the butter and then you add the next four ingredients one at a time dust your hands with flour and form the balls and form the dough into balls and crescents and bake for 40 minutes. Then cool slightly and coat them in powdered sugar. And it only makes about two dozen, so if you want more or less, you can do that. And the coating it with powdered sugar, if you're trying to go healthier, you might want to skip that step. Oh, my goodness. Why would you skip out on powdered sugar? Because some people are weird. <laughs> I don't know. I guess if you're going for the healthy route, I can see where you do that. But, oh, my goodness. I mean, that's like having a funnel cake without the sweetness part. Or, like, when you go and you ask for a hot chocolate and they ask you if you would like the whipped cream or not. <laughs> or, like, the marshmallow. I'm just like, of course I want marshmallow. Are you kidding? <laughs> But the powdered sugar, maybe if you don't know if your guests would like it or not, you can have it on the side and say, you know, you can have these cookies if you want more powdered sugar on. Here's a side of powdered sugar in the spoon. Just um, with these, I put them into balls, but I guess you can do crescents too. But maybe doing balls and crescents might make the baking time weird if you're going for a certain time because... It says bake for 40 minutes, but you know you never do exactly what the thing says. You either pull it out early or have it in there for another 10 minutes. Yeah, my family always had this controversy, like, when it came to baking cookies. Like, my grandma, like, taught me that, uh, I don't know, I guess I conjured this up on myself, too. Like, when you take, you always get cookies early because they'll bake on the pan. And my brother's girlfriend was like, no way, they don't bake on the pan. I was like, um, they sort of do. The pan is kind of hot and giving heat to the cookie. So um, in a way, it's baking it. So I don't know. We had this weird controversy. These cookies are pretty soft. You, they, When you bake them, they don't look quite 
done. I mean, they brown too much, so don't leave them in there trying to burn them because they won't look like they've cooked very much. They'll just get bigger. So watch out for that. Do you like your cookies softer or more well done? Crunchy. Um, I like my edges crunchy and then the inside kind of chewy, but I don't like it mushy. I know chewy and mushy are like on a very like fine line, but I like my sort of chewy. I like the edges chewy and the middle gooey. <laughs> gooey, chewy, mushy. I don't know. It's all... It's all good because it's all a cookie. And with these, you could, they don't change shape too much. So if you want to try and put them in a weird shape, you can go ahead and try that. I know my friend Maddie, our friend Maddie, our loves, friend loves to do starfish cookies. Just yep. put them in the shape of stars. You can make these into stars. Oh my goodness, for sure. I mean, I used to be like infatuated with having heart cookies because I thought it was so cool. Or like <laughs> dinosaur cookies. I don't know. I, I am so used to having like basic square and circles as like our cookie shape. I don't know. I say I don't know way too much. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> you know what you know, you don't know what you don't know. But I know these cookies are good. And if you don't like pecans, you can try a different recipe. You can try a different kind of nut, but they're meant to be made with pecans. Again, watch how finely you chop the pecans because apparently people don't like it when you pulverize them. (laughs) Yeah, my grandma usually leaves a lot of like large chunks of pecan when it comes to like putting them in brownies and whatnot i don't know oh my goodness sorry yeah i think i kind of want to try this with a different nut juice like maybe an almond just to see what happens but it's good with pecan (laughs) my uncle is a really like really big baker so he likes doing chocolate chip walnut cookies mm-hmm. he loves walnuts i'm like okay but then again he has like four walnut trees in his backyard i don't know i don't know that i put chocolate chips in this <laughs> that's gonna do it for today thanks for joining us today on mix it up listen to the show weekly on voiceamericakids.com contact us at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com be sure to mention our names jamie and anna And our show, Mix It Up. Thanks again for listening. Well, I'm full. Thanks for listening to Mix It Up on Voice America Kids. Make sure you come back next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another great show. Have a tasty week.